Yo, yo, what's going on? What's going on? Good people, Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of Own Your Mark. Listen, excited to come to you today with another episode. Man, we are uh, engulfed in this idea of forgiveness. I, I think it is so, so, so important that we really stop to think about what God is calling us to do when he calls us to forgive. Now, the Bible is is really, really clear. Let it go. Forgive. God got you. Move on with your life. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really clear. Um, but I do think we need to dive into um, maybe some more practical things of, okay, what does that look like? Because I got to tell you, man, I still feel some type of way. So um, in our, our first couple of episodes on this whole idea of forgiveness, I really wanted to lay out um, why it's so important to forgive and the power of forgiveness, what it is that Christ really did for us and why it's so important for us to recognize what he's done so that we're more able to forgive. And now what, I, what I'm doing is, is I want us to really dive into what does this look like on a regular day-to-day basis? Like, how do I process this? How do I process how I'm feeling? How do I process, you know, what really happened to me? Like, how do I kind of move on with my life uh, with some of the, the negative or disappointing things that that may have taken place? So um, a, a previous podcast, we talked about turning the other cheek. And, and frankly, guys, if you haven't uh, started out the podcast with the the first and second uh, installment of, of forgiveness and the power of forgiveness. I really want to encourage you to do that because it really gives a good, solid foundation for you to stand on as you go about doing this this whole idea of forgiveness. But then we talked about uh, turning the other cheek, and you say, "Well, look, I'm all out of cheeks, man. I'm I'm tired of turning. I'm tired of letting stuff go." And and we we really looked at what that really means. Turning the other cheek is not a a situation where you just become a doormat and you let people do any and everything. No, 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 no. That's not at all what it is. Turning the other cheek is a lifestyle of living unoffended. It's being careful to put ourselves in a position where we're not, everything doesn't bother us. Everything is not getting under our skins. In other words, even when we have a right to, to stand up and say, that, that's not right. Like, you know what? You know what? You go ahead. You do you. I'm going to move on because God got some other stuff for me. It's it's this idea of not insisting on our rights. And you say, well, wait, wait a minute, uh, uh, brother. If if I can't insist on my, if, if I don't advocate for my own rights, who will advocate for me? And that's the point. When you, when you make a decision to not insist on your rights, what you're doing is putting yourself in a position for Christ to advocate for you and then in return to exchange your rights for his rights. When, when you say, you know what, I'm going to turn the other cheek, I'm not going to worry about it. God comes in and says, all right, great. So now that, that you've decided to lay down your rights, I am going to impart to you the rights of Jesus Christ. You get to stand just as if you were him. You are covered by him. So it's so much going on there uh, that we have to really dive into when the Bible is, is commending us to do these things. It's not just putting us out there telling us to not care about ourselves. No, 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 no. There is a bigger goal and a bigger prize that's there for. So we started out talking about uh, turning the other cheek and, and what that really means. Today, I want to dive in uh, to this idea of, yeah, I hear you. I need to forgive, but man, I'm mad. I am still angry. I am still frustrated about what took place. And it, it took me back to being a child on, on the playground. And I'm sure you guys can probably relate to this. You're a kid on the playground and 
and somebody comes up and hits you and they take off running. Like, what's the natural instinct? What, what do we do? We got to chase them. Like, I'm chasing them because you hit me. You had no right to hit me. You shouldn't have hit me. And I am going to chase you to watch this. Get my lick back. I, I'm running you. I'm chasing because I got to get my lick back. I got to get you back for what you just did to me. And you know what's funny? You will spend the entire recess. You'll spend your entire free time. You'll spend all the time that's allotted for you to be outside having a good time with your friends, for you to be out there enjoying yourself. You'll spend that whole time chasing that joker that hit you because you got to get your lick back. You know what's really interesting? The person that hit you and take off running, they're always the fastest person out there. And as much as you try, you cutting corners, you acting like you ain't looking. And then as soon as they get a little close, you take off running after them again. But you can't catch them. They're so fast. And I'm telling you, that that's so, so much like what really happens in real life. No matter how hard we try, no matter how fast we run, we will never be able to catch up to vengeance. Even if by some chance you're able to hit them and get your lick back, what did it cost you, man? It cost you some time. It cost you your energy. It cost you your effort. It cost you valuable time that you could have been doing something that you would have much preferred to be doing. So I'm telling you, man, we have got to be so, so, so careful that we don't let things happen to us and then let that become us. And now we're consumed with it. And now we got to do everything we can to get our get back. No, the Bible tells us that vengeance is the Lord. Vengeance is mine says the Lord. So we got to be so careful about that. And that's such a, um, such a vivid analogy, man, of, of just chasing and chasing and chasing and trying to, to make sure you get your get back. You say, but man, it make it's, it's so infuriating. It makes me so angry. It makes me so mad. I, I need a, to share something with you about this whole idea of anger. And we need to be careful about this. Anger is not what you are. Anger is how you feel. But let me let me say that again, because we really need to grasp that anger is not what you are. Anger is how you feel. And, and the, the crazy thing about feelings are feelings are like fruit. Right? They're just a production from a tree. They're just what comes from this particular area or from this particular tree or from this particular thing that that feeling is it, like a fruit. So so if you don't like the fruit, then change the plant. If you don't like the fruit, change the tree. If you don't like the fruit. Change what's around, what you're dealing with, what you're what you're feeling and experiencing. We, we, we got to really think about that. Plainly, though, spoken plainly, it's like this. Our feelings just follow our actions. Feelings follow our actions. They follow what's happened to us. They follow what takes place around us. And if those things are not desired or not desirable, then, then we got to change some of the things that's around us. We got to alter some of the things that we places we put ourselves in. We got to alter the surroundings so that we produce things that are better for us. And, and I hear you. You say that. That's exactly right. So I'm going to tell you what's going to what's going to make me feel better is that my actions produce some get back. What's going to make me feel better is that I get back the person who did this, that, that my anger will be quenched and quelled once I once I get my lick back. But again, what is it going to cost you to do that? Well, you'll be chasing and chasing forever because what you have to understand is. The, the, even if you get that person back, the enemy knows his, his whole goal and his whole point is to get you to run. 
His The whole point and purpose is to get you to chase. The whole point and purpose is to get you so frustrated, agitated, angry, irritated, mad that you have now abandoned your cause. You've now abandoned your fruit. You've now abandoned what you had set up, the, the, the things that you were planning to do. And now you're running and chasing after something that you didn't have scheduled to run and chase after. And you say, but that's what will make me feel better it, temporarily. But then once you finish that, you realize now I've lost time. I've lost energy. I've lost effort. And I still haven't accomplished what I need to. So I'm telling you, man, what we have to understand is that feelings follow actions. And, and if we're right now feeling angry because of an action that's done, we can actually change that. We can actually change how we feel by doing another action, by doing something else that's going to produce a positive action in our life. And you know what that's supposed to be? Getting back to what God has called us to do. We say this all the time at Unique Life Church, and I, I, I think it bears repeating as often as we can, uh, I often ask this question, where is your blessing? Where is the blessings that, that the Lord have for you? Where are the things that he has for you? Where has he placed those things? And the answer is, and always is, it's in the spot of obedience. It's in the place that God has called me to. It's right where God has designated and designed for me to be. But when I'm angry, when somebody hits me and runs off and I get angry and I get mad and I got to get my lick back, now I run off the spot. I run away from the designated and designed place that God has for me. No wonder God is saying, no, 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 vengeance is mine. You don't chase that joker. I'll get him. Don't worry about that. He running and don't realize he running right to me. She running and doesn't realize she running right to me. Can't get away from me. So you don't need to chase. I got that. You stay in your spot. You stay in that spot of obedience. You stay in that designated place. You stay in the place that I've called you to be in because that's where you will be blessed. That's where you will see real, true, good fruit. That's where you will be able to now finally get to where your feelings match the fruit that you're producing in that spot. We have to stay in that spot of obedience. God is saying, I will take care of the things. When you stop insisting on your rights, you pick up my rights. I'll handle the offending party. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So let's let's consider this for a moment. What, what is it really saying about us when we allow someone else to control our anger and we allow someone else to to dictate our actions and we allow someone else to dictate our feelings and we feel like, no, I got to get them back because that's the only thing that's going to make me feel better. Let's consider for a moment what that really says about us. Two things I want to I want to commend to you to really think about. Two things I want us to consider uh, with this whole idea of, yeah, but I'm still mad. I'm still angry. I just feel like I need to get them back. Two, two things I want us to consider here. What is what it really says about us. Perhaps this this anger and not being able to let it go is telling us one of two things. The first thing is this. Maybe we think too highly of ourselves. And the second thing is this. Maybe we don't think highly enough of God. Fo follow me. Follow me here for a moment here. Don't 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 turn the podcast off. Don't get frustrated. Look, watch this. Don't get angry. <laughs> let, let's let's really dive into this for a second. What if the reason we're so angry and we're so mad and, and we, we feel like we need to get our get back is because we're thinking too highly of ourselves? How dare they 
do that to me? Who do they think that? Do they do they know who they mess with? Do they not know who I am? Do they not know where I come from? Do they not know what family I'm a part of? Do, do, maybe they forgot. Like, do you, you understand how sometimes we get when we're really frustrated and agitated? And maybe it's an indication that we're thinking a little too highly of ourselves. I'll show them. I'll fix it. They don't know who they're messing with. Man, so many things have been escalated out of control. So many situations have gone to a level that it need it did not need to go to because people frankly think too highly of themselves. You step on somebody's shoe by accident, they think so highly of themselves that now they have to take your life. You accidentally bump into somebody's now they think so highly of themselves they can't be bumped. That's this whole idea and I got to be careful here, but but that's this whole idea of this, this idea of superiority and supremacy and, and one person or one group is above or the other person, another group. If you think yourself too high or too high above someone else, then the natural outflow of that is to be so angry when somebody does something, crosses you or, or comes at you any kind of way that your response is going to be too over the top. Perhaps that's why God is saying, no, no, let me deal with that. Because you won't deal with it properly. You'll, you'll over-respond. You'll overreact. You'll, you'll go overboard uh, in how you'll handle it. You know, I, and I mentioned this in a previous podcast, that was the actual true meaning behind the eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth in the Old Testament. The, the idea of Old Testament justice. And some people are saying, yeah, let's get back to Old Testament justice. No, no, the whole idea of that was People tend to overreact. They tend to overrespond. You step on their shoe, you get a scuff on their shoe. They want to take your life. That's not equal. That's not even. That's not how we need to handle things. And Jesus comes along and says, that's even going too far. I tell you what, let, let me handle it because you won't understand how to respond properly. And maybe the reason we don't understand how to respond properly is because we think way too often, we think too highly of ourselves. I mentioned this in a previous podcast as well about maybe we need to consider that the other person has things going on too. The other person has difficulties through too. The other person may not know the Lord the way we know the Lord. The other person may have so many difficulties in their life that's caused them to be in this place and at this point in their life where they're doing things that are that are uncomfortable or uncalled for, whatever the case may be. But but the bottom line is, if we think too highly of ourselves, we won't be able to think of and consider others. And then that won't allow us to come to a rational, real idea of what's necessary and what needs to be done. So God is saying, I tell you what, let me deal with it. Don't think too highly of yourself. Maybe, maybe we're so mad because we think too highly of ourselves. Something to consider. The other thing that we need to really think about is perhaps we just don't think high enough of God. P perhaps we haven't put God in a high enough position. And then when something happens to us, we're thinking, oh no, man, God, God sleep at the wheel. Man, God don't know what he's doing. God can't take care of it. Let me, let me, let me deal with this one. God not moving fast enough. God, God not handling things quick enough. He's not dealing with it according to my likes and, and, and my, uh, what I think ought to be done. Maybe we just don't think high enough of God. Maybe we don't think he is mighty enough. And maybe we don't think he is powerful enough. Maybe we don't think he knows what he's doing. And so if he don't know what he's doing, then I'm up, Lord, you don't worry about it. I got this one. I'm going to handle this one. And I'm telling you, man, that puts us in a position where, again, we're going to overreact, 
We're going to over respond. I'm not telling you that anger is not real. I'm not telling you that frustration is not real. I'm telling you that perhaps our response to it is an indication that we just don't think high enough of God. And listen, I, I want to say this and I believe it to be true. If God not God, then we ain't got a shot anyway. <laughs> I, I just got to say it the way I feel it. If God not God, then what, what are we doing? We don't have a shot anyway. Like if we're going to say that, that we trust God, if we're going to say we believe in God, if we're going to fly the Christian flag and, and hang the Christian banner, then, then we have to live that way. We have to say, you know what? I, I, I don't understand it all the time. I, I don't see it all the time. I can't, I can't quite pinpoint how it's going to come through. And, and, and frankly, why would I be able to understand? Why would I? I, I, don't, I can't think like God. I can't reason the way God reasons. His thoughts, his ideas are way high, too high, um, th too much higher than mine. It's, his thoughts and ideas are higher than, than the heavens are from the earth than the way I think. I can't even begin to fathom how he's working it out. But I have to learn to trust that he is God and let him handle it Anyway, I'm telling you, man, when we are able to do that now, now we can better deal with the feelings of our anger and our actions don't have to, to, to lead us and guide us. The Bible tells us, the Bible says, be angry, but sin not. Be angry, sin not. In other words, feel that anger. Like, like yeah, it, it's, it's a feeling. Feel that anger, but then investigate that anger. Then learn to grow from that anger and don't act out of that anger. Let's look at it. Feel that anger. Recognize that feeling. Man, I don't I don't like this. Now, that, that, that wasn't right. I, I feel some type of way about that. And, and I tell I, I tell my people all the time, you know, at Unique Life Church, look, feel how you want to feel. Feelings are real. I would never tell you they're not. Feel how you want to feel. But then do what thus says the Lord. In other words, don't act out of those feelings. Be angry and sin not. Feel that anger, but don't act in that anger. There's a couple of things we need to do, but here it is. Feel it. Feel that anger. Recognize it. Recognize it as a feeling. This is how I feel. Then investigate that anger. This is important. Investigate that anger. Why do I feel this way? Why does it bother me so much? Am I thinking too highly of myself? Am I thinking less of God? Is it some combination of the two? And most likely it is, because if you're thinking too highly of yourself, it's because you hadn't recognized God enough to think high enough of him to understand he can handle it. But 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 really investigate it in every situation. Every time they come, man, man, that really ticked me off. I'm not really mad about that. How is it that this person can can spark that kind of response in me? What what kind of power am I giving them? In my life, what, what kind of hold am I giving them over me? How is it that they're able to dictate my feelings like this? Let me investigate this thing, man. Let me take a step back and really think about it, man, because I don't want anybody having that kind of power and control over me. Let me investigate this anger and see what it says about me. Why, why does it bother me so much? Why is it sitting on me so much? Let me make sure that I hadn't put myself in a place that I don't need to be. Let me humble myself under the mighty hand of God. Let me make sure that he is high and lifted up and exalted and above all in my life. Let me make sure he's number one because, because once I got him in the right place, he can handle this thing. And then here, here it is. That's part of the next phase, which is growing from it. I feel this anger. I investigate this anger. Now, let me grow from it. Let, let, let me let me grow from it. Let me let me reinvest that energy. You know, you know, anxiety is just a, a form of energy. Anger, uh, again, is just another form of energy. Um, the the when, when you look scientifically at what happens in the body when it's excited and when it's anxious, same things. 
same cascades of hormones, same readiness, same heartbeat, same flush, same, um, you know, body uh, heart rate rising and muscles getting ready for act. Same thing. If you're really, really excited or really, really anxious, same thing happens. Do you know the only difference? It's in your mind, whether you are excited about something or whether you are worried about something. That's what's going to make the difference. Same thing with this whole idea of anger. When you begin to grow from it, you say, wait a minute, I feel this anger and and there's this, this need to do something. There's this, this heart rate rising. There's this palpitation in my chest. There's this, um, my, my, my blood pressure is getting up. Like So, so, so I got this energy. I'm, I'm ready to strike. What do I do with it? Reinvest that energy into God. Reinvest that energy into time with God. Take that same fight, that same might, that same strength, that same energy, and go to God. Build your relationship with him. Build your trust in him. Lay it down on the altar. Use that energy. Grow from it, man. Allow that thing to help you get closer to God so you can grow with God. Now your actions are the actions of someone that produces fruit the right type of fruit. Now your actions are the actions of someone that gets in and stays in the spot of obedience, that fights to stay where God has called you because that's where your blessings are. You don't have to chase. You don't have to run off the spot to chase after anything. You don't, you don't worry. You don't use your energy and your effort to chase. You use your energy and your effort to get closer to God, to dive in closer to him. This whole idea of forgiveness is so powerful and so potent because the, 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 the reaction, the visceral reactions are real. I I'm mad. I'm angry about that thing, man. But let me see what that's saying about me. Let me see what that's saying about me and my relation to God. Let me see what that's saying about my relationship to God. Let me investigate that thing. Let me let me feel it and let me feel it out. Let me investigate it. Now, how can I grow from it? I'm going to take that same energy I got, that same that same energy that I was going to use to chase that person all over the the, the, the recess ground, the whole recess, that same energy I was going to use to chase that person to get my get back. Forget about them. I'm going to use that same energy to chase God. And now that I'm chasing God, I find out that in his presence, there is fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Now the fruit that is produced in my life is so much greater, grander, better, tastier, fruitier than anything I would have had if I had got them and got that get back. Man, listen, I'm telling you, it is grand. It is great. It is awesome when we allow God to direct, to bless us, to and when we stay in that spot of obedience, when we allow him to pour his blessings on us, when we exchange our rights and pick up his rights, when we exchange our feelings and, and when we investigate him and say, but I'm not going to let that keep me from staying with God. I'm going to dive into God all the more. I'm telling you, man, it'll be a blessing. Listen, listen, man, I pray that something was said today that'll be a blessing to you. I pray that um, that you're really growing and gleaning from this podcast. And listen, I, again, this is not something that happens overnight. This is something that you that you labor in, that you work in, that you work with. That's why I want to give you the practical things to really stop, think about it, feel that feeling, feel how you feel and feel it, investigate it, grow from it, and let those actions drive you closer and closer to God, deeper and deeper in a relationship with him. And he's going to bless you real, real good. Man, I pray that something was said that'll be a blessing to you. Continue to uh, link in, link up with us, uh, log in. 
Make sure you're liking, sharing, uh, being a part of our uh, podcast community on your mark. Uh, subscribe and rate the podcast so others can find it. Share with others. Uh, if it's been a blessing to you, man, really share with others and let us know how we can bring information and topics that'll be a benefit to you as well. I pray that uh, you have just a fantastic rest of your day whenever you are tuning in, uh, that all will go well with you. I pray God's blessing and hand over your life, his favor, cover you and keep you in Jesus' name. Until next time, know that I'm thinking about you and I love you. Can't wait uh, to our next episode of Own Your Mark.